Almighty and then stealing anything she could get her hands on. Hopefully they'll put her in a cell full of big-ass dykes. She could just see Terry's face when Child Protective Services showed up at her door. That bitch was probably in shock therapy by now. Red took another sip of champagne and laughed. She still had the recording of Terry admitting to shooting up her house and trying to kill Kira. She would wait a couple of months and then send that recording to the police as well. That way, just when that bitch thought her troubles were over, she would get hit with the biggie. Mikkel, the love of Terry's life, and Kira's baby daddy would probably leave that bitch just to keep from paying any more of her legal fees. Red broke into laughter at the thought of it. She had taken care of all of her enemies. She had been living high on the hog in Scottsdale for more than a week, and she didn't give a care in the world. If only she had Q, the only man she ever wanted for all the right reasons. She left Q behind, and he may be the only man she regretted saying that about. He'd been too angry to reason with at the time, and she had to put her desire to reconnect with him on hold. She wished he were here with her in the hot tub. Being free and clear and getting away from Detroit with her own money had always been her dream, but she always thought that she would be doing it with Q. A wind blew across the desert, and Red looked up at the star-filled sky. The desert wind reminded her of Mexico, and she made a silent promise to herself to go there. Thinking of Q brought to mind Shas Reed. What a bitch. She was all over Q, and Q was acting like she was something special. She would have to get rid of old Chaz in order for Q to see clearly. In Red's mind, she was the only woman for Q, and Q was the only man for her. He just needed to be reminded of that. Sometimes an extra bitch in a picture complicated things. Red planned a check on him in a few months to see if Q had come to his senses yet. Her phone ringing on the ledge of the hot tub interrupted her nostalgia. What the fuck? Red eyed her phone. No one had this number, she thought. Who the fuck could be calling? The phone kept ringing. Red answered it. Hello? Hey, Red. Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck you think it is? Catfish? That's right, bitch. I told you. You can run, but you can't hide. How the fuck are you calling me? Red panicked. How did you get this number? Somebody should have told you, Red. The thing about legit money is that it's easy to track. Somebody also should have told you. I bury bodies in the desert. Red hung up the phone, jumped out of the hot tub, ran inside her house, and locked the door. Her breath had rushed out of her body, and her heart palpitated. She nervously scanned the interior of her mansion, afraid to move, afraid to go upstairs, afraid to grab her keys and run for the garage. Despite his grotesque appearance, he still managed to find himself on top. Red, on the other hand, found herself pressed up against the wall and falling to the floor in tears. Catfish had found her. Chapter One The oak front door of Red's hacienda may have muffled Catfish's threat, but Red still heard it loud and clear. You can run. You can't hide. She lay on the floor of the front hallway, defeated, still soaking wet from her hot tub, trying unsuccessfully to control her tears. The taste of the crystal she'd been enjoying just minutes earlier suddenly turned bitter on her tongue as she wondered why she hadn't been more prepared for this day. She'd planned for it. 
put most of the pieces in place, but she still had a few things left to do, like buy a gun. God almighty, why hadn't she at least gotten a gun? The one loose end she left hanging out there was Catfish, and that nigga was now standing on the front step of her spacious new home in Scottsdale. But how? Her getaway had been clean, she knew that, and Catfish was a scraggly bottom-feeding motherfucker. He'd be the last person who could have tracked her. Legit money is easy to trace. He'd echoed in her head. She didn't understand how he'd gotten into her money, legit or not. Yeah, there were business licenses, but nothing with her name on them. Everything was under the name Go-To Holdings. Even Gomez Realty was under the holding company on paper. And there were businesses called Gomez Realty in cities all over the United States. Why would Scottsdale stand out? That was the other part of her plan. Go someplace that nobody who knew her would ever think she'd go. Leaving Detroit was a given. What would Catfish think she'd do? She had contacts in New York and knew the town. That'd be the first place a dumb mother.